Just a few decades of sun and wind had already begun to roughen her smooth olive skin. He had wondered when she first burst from between her mother's thighs, strong-lunged and screaming, if, perhaps, she might grow up unscathed. The question had intrigued him, and now it was answered. It touches you gently, he pointed out, but its grip will grow stronger. And so you have to do this, she exploded, jerking her head desperately toward the freshly turned earthen ditch. This is what it comes to? Tannis shook his head. It was not my decision. The council voted. Why? Why do you hate us? Hate, he replied. That is your word, child, not ours. It's not just a word. It describes a feeling, a real thing, a truth about the world. Tannis nodded. He had heard such arguments before. Hate, courage, fear. Those who thought the rot an affliction merely of the flesh understood nothing. It corroded the mind as well, rusting the very foundations of thought and reason. I grew from your seed, Faith continued, as though that followed logically from what came before. You fed me when I was small. That is the way of many creatures, wolves, eagles, horses. When they are young, dependent, all must rely on their progenitors. Wolves, eagles, and horses protect their children, she protested, weeping openly now, clawing at the backs of his legs. I've seen it. They guard and tend, feed and nurture. They raise their young. She reached a trembling, imploring hand toward her father's face. Why will you not raise us? Wolves, Tannis replied, brushing away his daughter's hand. Raise their young to be wolves. Eagles, eagles. You, he continued, frowning once more. We have raised you, but you are broken, polluted, compromised. You can see it for yourself, he said, gesturing to the hunched, defeated forms that stood waiting at the rim of the pit. Hundreds of them, just waiting. Even without this, you would die on your own, and soon. But we're people. We are your children. Tannis shook his head wearily. It was no good reasoning with one whose reason had decayed. You can never be what we are he said quietly, drawing his knife. At the sight of the blade, Faith made a strangled sound deep in her throat and flinched away. Tannis wondered if she would try to run. A few did. They never made it far. This daughter of his, however, did not run. Instead, she balled her hands into white, trembling fists and then, with an obvious effort of will, straightened from her knees. Standing, she was able to look him directly in the eye and though tears plastered her hair to her cheeks, she no longer wept. For once, however briefly, the disfiguring terror had left her. She looked almost whole, pale. And you cannot love us for what we are? she asked, words slow, steady for the first time. Even polluted, 
Even broken, even rotten, you cannot love us? Love, Tannis repeated, tasting the strange syllable, revolving it on his tongue, as he drove the knife in and up, past the muscle, past the ribs, into her galloping heart. Like hate, it is your word, daughter, not ours. One. The sun hung just over the peaks, a silent, furious ember drenching the granite cliffs in a bloody red when Caden found the shattered carcass of the goat. He'd been dogging the creature over the tortuous mountain trails for hours, scanning for track where the ground was soft enough, making guesses when he came to bare rock, doubling back when he guessed wrong. It was slow work and tedious, the kind of task the older monks delighted in assigning.